today's episode number 779 of Into Your Head, Cats in Police Stations, The Downside to Knowing How to Fly, Why Motorists Wear Rubber Soles, Naming Rights to Kurt Cobain, What's Behind Your Face, and lots more. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Hello. to get on with today items that need to be attended to issues that need to be addressed topics oh topics we've got topics coming out of uh, topics coming out of this face uh, which is on the front of my head uh, people forget people forget this you think about your face and you think oh that's my face uh, but no it's not just your face it's part of your head your head extends all the way down to the top of your neck and people tend to forget it because they think oh there's my face uh, the bit above there above my forehead is my head uh, but no uh, not only does your head come all the way down to the top of your neck at the back uh, it also comes all the way down with the front because your face is just a, your face is just uh, basically a layer that's slapped onto the front of your head that's all head in behind in behind your mouth and your nose and your eyes that's all head as well you know the head isn't just a bit up at the top and at the back uh, no no uh, so don't be uh, don't be tricked by uh, faces are designed to trick people and we're tricked by our own faces as well so let's uh, let's remember to the, let's ma- all make a mental note to remember that everything uh, everything that's uh, here in where your mouth is and your nose is and your eyes that's your part of your head it's all part of your head your brains come all the way down to, well maybe they don't I don't know does your brain come down to your mouth how do I think about it maybe it doesn't uh, where does your brain come down to does it just come back down to just below your eyes or does it come further down where's the base of the brain or maybe it comes down all the way at the back and then it stops just short of your forehead at the front i'm not sure but surely to christ there must be something in there behind the nose and the mouth that's not all just hollow is there not brain in the i know my brain is particularly big so maybe it comes down further than other people's uh, or maybe i'm just being uh, maybe i'm just being overly proud there and we all have the same size brain approximately although that seems a bit a bit overly political cor- politically correct thing to say it's not there's nothing wrong with saying that people have different size brains and some of you have smaller brains than me that's not uh, that's not unreasonable or unfactual. It's just maybe a little impolite, uh, but uh, it's all meant in the in the spirit of honesty and in the spirit of not patronising you, the listener. So get the fuck over it. Anyway, hello and welcome to the show. I've always been a great believer in the dictum. Never let, uh, never let the fact. Oh, never let the fact that this bottle of deodorant uh, says invincible on it. Uh, never let that fact uh, make you think that you can go for 96 hours without washing. Uh, even though this, uh, have a 96 hour deodorant on here. It says L'Oreal Invincible Deodorant 96H Non-Stop Extreme Protection. Uh, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. As, uh, as what's his face? Uh, what's the name? Elvis Presley used to say. He say don't be fooled ah by your heart that's true oh no that's not it was don't be cruel don't be cruel 
To a heart that's true. I was a hell of a Presley, I was a heady Cochrane. There was someone anyway. Someone anyway. Uh, I prefer to quote more modern song lyrics than that. It's quote stuff like, uh, oh, there's one that would be appropriate with the deodorant thing. Uh, Nirvana smells like teen spirit. Uh, here we go. Load up on guns, bring your friends. Something, 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 something. Hello, 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 hello. He was a great man for the greetings. Uh, what's this? Uh, Kurt Cobain. It's not his name. Well, it was. It's not, it's not his name anymore. It's available for anyone else who wants to use it. Uh, he's finished using that name now. And may he rest in peace. Uh, I suppose you could still use the name while he's using it. Uh, be more than one pe- people are allowed to share names. In fact, uh, you can you can force force somebody to share their name. Uh, if Kurt Kurt Cobain was still alive, uh, you'd be still perfectly entitled to call yourself or your offspring Kurt Cobain. It's not a it's nothing. You can't trademark your own name. Uh, you can reserve your performing name and prevent other members of the Ecohe Union from using it. But apart from that, no nothing to stop you from uh, naming your child Kurt Cobain as long as you don't want them to be able to use it as a performance name and have them be a member of the Equity Union. That's my understanding anyway of the of the situation, of the legal, uh, the trade union legal situation and the rules and all the rest of it. Uh, anyway, hello, hello, Kurt Cobain, uh, if you're listening. If you're up there and uh, wherever you are, looking all, all down, saying, oh, I wonder if there's anyone doing a podcast or he's performing a song about my name with a harmonica and a synthesizer uh, today, because uh, I was probably gets a bit bored up there in the dead world, in the world of being dead, uh, as they say, uh, in, the, in the land of the dead, uh, the one-eyed dead rock star who has people uh, talking about him in podcasts randomly as king. Because uh, very few people, very few dead people have people making podcasts about them. Uh, if you were if you were a normal bog-standard dead person who's not a member of Nirvana and you went out on a random day and decided to go to scan the podcast world and see how many people right now, this minute, uh, down on Earth are making a podcast about me in which they sing Elvis songs and then decide to change them to be about me, uh, you'd probably find uh, almost zero. Uh, but though, if you're if you're uh, Kurt Cobain, the chances are a little higher. That's the privilege of being a rock star, I suppose, or any other successful person or a politician. I'm sure there's people. I'm sure there's people doing podcasts where they do a little song about JFK as well. I've, I've probably done it myself. I think now that you mention, now that I may think about it, I probably have. Uh, hello JFK if you're listening as well uh, stands for John Fitzgerald Kennedy if I remember rightly uh, J- it's also the name of an airport if an airport called the JFK the John F. Kennedy International Airport and they have another one if I remember rightly they have a Ronald Reagan International Airport as well they also have a they also have a, a branch of Supermax a fast food chain over here named after Barack Obama I don't know if you American realise this. Uh, one of our first motorway service stations opened recently and it's named after Barack Obama. has got a super tasty and temp- 
Ding food that. Supermax. Uh, you won't be familiar with that jingle. It's an Irish fast food chain. Uh, but no, uh, they've a Supermax and various other services, probably a petrol station and stuff as well. And it's named after Barack Obama. Barack Hussein Obama. Uh, he's not an airport, admittedly. We don't need airports on motorways. That's not a, t- that's not a thing. You can have motorways that lead to airports, all right. And that we do. We have the we have the M uh, the M50, which leads to the top of the M1. Uh, you go along a couple of miles of the M1, and then you're. At Dublin Airport, and then if you turn around, if you do a U-turn somehow, uh, which is illegal on the motorway, uh, but if you were to breach the law and do a U-turn on the M1, or else just go around the roundabout at the airport, I suppose, and back onto the other side of the motorway, you could do that. Uh, if you go back down the way you came, uh, then onto the M50, and then down the M7 or N9, I forget which, uh, then you could end up, uh, you'd somehow end up at Cork Airport, if you followed the uh, followed the signs and then you could go up to Shannon Airport or you could go to a little shitty airport up in Sligo or Donegal or somewhere there's some shitty little airports around where apart from that no it's just a couple of big airports here uh, you have, they have airports in other countries as well uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty much the world is pretty much a network of airports uh, it's one of those things it's like the telephone if there's just one of them in, in existence uh uh, they're not really of all that use. Uh, your man who invented the telephone discovered that. He said, oh, look, I've invented the telephone. And someone says, that's great. Are you going to mass produce them? And he'll say, no, no, I want this to be a unique thing. And he says, and the person said, oh, that's great. Would you like to, would you demonstrate to me it in action, please? And your man says, I'm afraid not. I have to have somebody else who has the same one. I need to be able to call them on it. Uh, oh, I see your point. And then he invented the second telephone. And the person says, you've reinvented the telephone now. So you've invented a second one that's completely different. You should have just made a duplicate of the original one that you invented. Instead of making a different, reinventing. That's like if you reinvent a wheel every time you need to change a tyre. If you've got four wheels on your car and one of them needs to be replaced and you say instead of instead of just buying a new wheel you decide to reinvent the wheel and you come, come up with a whole different design from scratch and you put that on your car it'll probably just won't work it won't fit unless by coincidence you happen to have reinvented the wheel that's exactly the same as the original one in which case you haven't reinvented it at all you're just trying to take credit probably trying to get around some uh, trademark and patent loophole as always. I don't know. Has the original patent on the wheel run out? Surely it's a Christ that has by now. Is it Henry Ford or whoever invented the wheel? Uh, surely the Christ he doesn't still have the copyright. Is that fucking Walt Disney? It's a wheel. You can't fucking own it forever. You have to let someone else uh, take over. We need to be able to make generic wheels and ring the cost down and not be fucking paying a Oh, paying a fee to some fellow who invented it. There's nothing to be invented anyway. It's just a round thing. A round things have been there since the beginning of time. Uh, the Earth was round when it first started. Well, maybe it was a jagged rock at first, but I'm pretty sure uh, once it started orbiting the sun, it became round and spherical pretty quickly. Uh, could you have a spherical wheel? There's one you could have. 
Uh, this chair, now that I think about it, this chair has spherical wheels on it, I think. Or are they more uh, disc-shaped, well, just thick disc-shaped? Maybe they are, I don't know. Uh, casters on the chair, are they spherical? Now that I think about it, no, I don't think they are. They're just a bit different than normal wheels. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't know. You're listening to Into Your Head, hosted by Neil, Ireland's version of the Octomom. Except he's a dude. And has cats. Two Kurt Cobains walk into the Equity Bar uh, in, I don't know, wherever it is, uh, Hollywood. Or how will we say Hollyhead in Wales? Let's say Hollyhead in Wales. Uh, not to be confused with New South Wales. I don't know, the old Wales in England. On the west coast of Britain. Uh, it's where you, if you want to get a ferry from this part of Ireland over to uh, over to Britain, you usually get on the ferry and you get off for Hollyhead because it's the nearest bit of land to the east coast of Ireland. You get a ferry over there and then you drive to some part of England that's got proper stuff in it uh, and then you have a great time. Or if you're a student uh, who's just finished school and you want a cheap day out uh, with your friends, you get on a, you get a day trip in the middle of summer and you go over to Hollyhead on the ferry and you spend three hours on the ferry uh, illegally underage drinking in the bar there which opens very early in the morning and then you spend a couple of hours in Hollyhead in Wales uh, going around drunk and then you puke all over the place and then you get the evening furry home uh, that's what you do uh, anyway uh, oh not anymore though because they have much faster furries you get there in about 90 minutes if you get the Caharamarang fa- or whatever it's called you don't have time to get drunk and you, that's, what, that's why people have to drink more quickly now you have to get faster furries you don't have the 3 or 4 hours you don't have the luxury of three or four hours in the morning to get pissed on the on the ferry over the Hollyhead. Uh, no, no. It's even worse if you get the plane. They don't even let you on the plane if you're drunk like that. Especially if you're a 15-year-old kid. Uh, no, no. Uh, but anyway, suffice. Although, now to think about it, if I was a kid nowadays, uh, 15 or 16, and I wanted to just spend the day like that, I'd just go to a fucking pub and not bother with the getting the ferry part. Uh, although, Oh, I think the idea is the pubs aren't open at half eight in the morning and that's why you want to drink on the ferry uh, but you could go to the you could just hang out at the airport bar or something surely uh, surely to Christ the a- airport bar is outside of the departures area you don't have to have a boarding pass to go into it you just have to have fake ID although nowadays if you turn up at an airport with fake identification for any reason they probably round you up and shoot you they round you up and they bring you around to a special section of the airport that they have set up behind security where they shoot people. They just shoot people in the face. Uh, they probably shoot them with a video camera first, just as a record. And then they shoot them in the face or in the back of the head, whichever whichever way is facing towards them, I suppose. If someone's back, if the back of someone's head is facing you, uh, that's the threatening part of them. So you have to shoot the back of the head. There's no point, because uh, otherwise you won't get... If someone's back is to you and you 
decide, oh, that fella's threatening me. Uh, you have to be able to say, you have to be able to make your case, like say, the back of his head was threatening me. And then you shoot him in the back of the head. Because you can't say the fr his face was threatening you because his face was pointing the other way. If you do that, if you shoot him in the face, then they'll say, that face wasn't even pointing towards you. It was of no threat to you. You weren't justified in shooting him. Uh, yeah, the only justification would be if he was pointing the back of his head towards you in a threatening manner. Uh, if you could make a, if you could, if you had eyes in the back of your head, that would, the police would have a field day then, I tell you, because they could just go around and say, the back of that fella's head uh, was threatening me, he had a threatening expression on him, he was glaring at me and looking suspicious. Uh, he had a blank stare uh, using the eyes on the back of his head, and that's why you had to shoot him. Uh, it's, a, it's a dog eat dog world out there. And that fella, he was looking at my dog, my police dog, in a suspicious manner. And I tell you, there's one thing we protect in this world that's police dogs, and quite rightly so. They're very brave. They save lives. Uh, they dig out drugs from under suitcases in airports. Uh, they rescue people from all sorts of places. Uh, they don't even give their consent in writing. Those police dogs. So they should be protected. Uh, you should stand up for your police dogs, I can tell you. The police dogs are some of the finest dogs known to man. Uh, they don't have... Do they have cats in the police, sir? I know you your first instinct is to say no of course they don't have cats in the police force uh, but no I think you'll find if you went down to some rural police station that's out in some village somewhere and that some fella sitting at a desk all day uh, who's probably uh, maybe lives in a cottage next door to the police station uh, I think you'll find there's a good chance to be a cat there if it's a residential police station I think you'll find but no you just automatically uh, wrote that off you said no way would there be a cat in the police station and I would have made you think about it uh, have you ever seen Postman Pat you probably have the cartoon uh, that's got a, a Postman cat, Pat goes around in his uniform with, a, with his cat in the van if a Postman can have a cat uh, then I see no reason why a police officer shouldn't or couldn't uh, why not I don't see why not I can't rule it out at least have the decency not to rule it out I keep an open mind on this uh, matter uh, don't be uh, don't be cramming your opinions about police officers not having cats down everybody's throats because uh, you're a fucking bigot if you do into your head it's that time of year again uh, when the podcast you listen to uh, remembers that at the last minute about a week before Christmas uh, that he should re be reminding you to do your Christmas shopping through his Amazon links uh, if you're doing any shopping on Amazon uh, now or any time of the year just go to intoyourhead.com and click through the Amazon links uh, there's one for Amazon.com one for Amazon UK uh, one for Amazon Canada uh, click through that and then go to Amazon this show earns a commission for every purchase you make it doesn't cost you a penny extra and that's how you support a podcast in the modern economy matchstick cats matchstick cats matchstick cats matchstick cats and stuff into your head 
monkey nuts. That's what they call them. Or at this time of year, uh, I suppose it's uh, roast chestnuts. Uh, roast chestnuts roasting on an... Isn't that what they used to do in the old days? They did roast chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Uh, sleigh bells dripping at your nose. Uh, never a time... Uh, I might not have the exact lyrics right. Uh, snow bells dripping at your nose. Uh, never a time for whiskey and wine, uh, and Santa is uh, dead as a rose. Uh, no, Santa, Santa is dead. Uh, Santa and the dead arose and appeared to Manny. Uh, Manny said, oh no, not me, not this Manny, a different Manny. Manny as in several people, not as in Manny the mailman, a uh, listener who I know uh, through podcasts of various kinds. Uh, no, no, every time I say the word Manny now, I think of Manny the mailman. Uh, but no, uh, the dead arose and appeared to Manny. Uh, that's probably nothing to do with. Uh, what was I doing? Oh yes, I was recanting the uh, the lyrics of the of the uh, chestnuts roasting on an open fire traditional Christmas song. Uh, probably not completely accurately. Uh, but no, who wants to be accurate? There's more to life than being accurate. I could accurately rattle off the lyrics to every fucking popular Christmas song since 1965 by just doing a Google search here. But where would be the the art in that? There's no. Uh, there's nothing creative about that there's nothing original about that uh, but no apply your own lyrics to these things as much better chestnuts roasting on an open fire uh, sleigh bells uh, dripping at your flow uh, sleigh bells dripping on your nose uh, yule tides falling uh, on top of people's heads and uh, people taking lawsuits against the county council for uh, leaving uh, Christmas decorations lying around hanging off things in the middle of the road uh, everyone knows the Hayule Tide of Joy can be now oh, let's look up with the proper fucking lyrics for this along a minute yeah, let's look up the lyrics, because I'm curious now, I'm genuinely curious now what the actual lyrics to this song are. Chestnut, hold on, chestnuts roasting lyrics search. Uh, let's have a look at this now and see what it is. Uh, here we go. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost, oh that's what it was, Jack Frost ripping at your, nipping at your nose, oh it's fairly close though, uh, everybody knows, that, oh no, uh, Yuletide carols being sung by a choir and folks dressed up like Eskimos, everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe, I don't know a turkey, I know several cats, I don't know a turkey, I don't get to know my turkeys by name, I'm not a frigging, I'm not a frigging poultry farmer, uh, no no, although I do get quite a lot of turkeys especially this time of year uh, it's just ended but for the last few weeks super value was doing uh oh was doing frozen turkeys for 7.99 each and i used to get one a week for the cats instead of their traditional three chickens of a friday evening i'd get them a, a frozen turkey uh, don't worry i told her how i cooked it first i didn't give them a fucking frozen turkey uh there's something about if you but incidentally if you've ever carried a frozen turkey home from the shop uh in the same bag in which you'd usually carry three chickens uh, you've noticed something that I noticed uh, it's like a, it's like carry 
carrying a fucking dead weight of rock. That's what it is. Uh, frozen, freezing uh, poultry makes it a lot heavier, or at least feel a lot heavier. I didn't, ex I didn't weigh it or check the weight, uh, but no, it feels a lot heavier. Anyway, everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe help to make the season bright. Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight. There's a whole nother verse there. I suppose that's reasonable, two verses. It is a full-size song that gets played on the radio, so it would have a couple of verses to it, I suppose. Are we still recording? Oh, yeah. I'd almost forgotten where I was there for a moment. Uh, they know that Santa's on his way. He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh, and every mother's child, every mother's child, what in the name of Christ is that? Every mother's child is going to go on a spy to see if reindeer really know how to fly. So I'm, uh, they don't know how to fly, they do it instinctually. Any creature that knows how to fly, uh, strangely enough, every creature that knows how to fly, but uh, well, almost invariably is one of the less intelligent creatures. Uh, apparently, being able to cr being able to fly depends on being stupid and just being able to do it without thinking about it, uh, which makes you wonder why the people who who do drugs and get overconfident and go to go and jump off the top of a roof thinking they're able to fly like Superman because uh, they're not thinking about it. It's strange that they turn out that they can't and they go splash into the ground uh, because in the animal kingdom. All of the animals who don't think much and who don't have very sophisticated brains, they're the ones who can fly and they just do it instinctually. Uh, so you would think that, no. You would think uh, if we ever do learn to fly as humans, if we ever evolve the ability to fly, it'll be a sign that we become less intelligent, that our brains are becoming less sophisticated and that's a worrying thing. So uh, be careful what you wish for there. That's all I can say to that. Anyway, on with the show. You're listening to the Into Your Head podcast from Ireland with your humble proprietor, Neil. Follow Neil at twitter.com slash into your head pod and pretend to like him at facebook.com slash into your head podcast. I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking Christ. Uh, you're thinking Christ on a popsicle stick. That's probably what he's going to say next. Uh, you'd be largely right about that. That's what I'm going to say next. Uh, except that it may well transpire that I don't say it. The fact that I'm going to say it and that I'm intending to say it uh, doesn't necessarily say mean I will. Because uh, I'm not freaking psychic. I'm not clairvoyant. I can't predict the future. And neither can you if you're honest. Uh, well, you can if you're dishonest, but you'll be predicting it if you manage to predict it uh, through being dishonest and pretending you're able to predict the future and you do manage to predict the future, uh, then you'll just have you'll just have got lucky or unlucky because you'll have uh, you'll have proven that you're uh, well, no, you'll have proven you'll have failed to prove that you're dishonest and people will believe you and fall for you and they'll take you seriously and then one day you'll end up causing trouble. Uh, inadvertently or uh, advertently, uh, you'll end up causing causing some problem, and then people will come down on you like a ton of bricks. They'll sue you for uh, causing uh, causing trouble by being pretending to be clairvoyant. And then where will that leave you? You tell me. If you're able to predict the future, which you're not, uh, well, this isn't the future though. This is just a uh, this is just a possible future that we're talking about here. We're exploring the possibilities. You can't predict a possibility. 
Baelish, you, you can't not. You can just, uh, well, I suppose you can. It's not predicting. If there's if time branches out into two possibilities, if there's a fork in the time, in the road of time ahead, and a forks out into two or three different possibilities, and I name the two possibilities, the two or more possibilities, then I'm not predicting anything, unless I say which of the possibilities will come true. Uh, and if you do that, uh, well, if you do that, I suppose you are a clairvoyant and you were telling the truth all along. In which case, I'll be happy to come along and apologise to you when the time at the appropriate juncture in the fullness of time. And then we'll be, we'll all be fine with each other. Uh, but until then, though, until then, get down off your high horse and get back into your car like a normal person as people don't ride horses around in the street anymore if you're riding a horse it better be on a cattle for farm a cattle farm or on a horse racing track uh, or in some frigging field somewhere or wherever people ride horses don't be riding horses around on the road although well, why not you're perfectly entitled to people are allowed to ride horses uh, there's a lot of people in my town go around on horse and carts uh, members of the uh, members of the traveling community and they're perfectly entitled to there's nothing wrong with that so i take that back having told her about it you're perfectly entitled to ride a horse or to have a horse drawn carriage uh, i'm just saying we have cars now we have motor vehicles as uh, people still going around on horses and pedal bikes and penny farthing bicycles and tractors uh, we have the car now uh, volvo or one of them companies bmw or somebody uh, now the other day that they're hoping to phase out the combu- the internal combustion engine over the next 10 years and you're still going around on a bicycle uh, what's uh, what's with you cyclists i don't even ride a bicycle uh well i don't ride any vehicle of any kind i don't even ride a car uh but that's nothing to do with uh technology or anything that's more to do with that's more to do with me not being able to drive a car for various uh biological reasons as biological reasons uh, strangely enough uh, we spend all these uh, millennium inventing all these robotic engines and things uh, there's nothing biolo- biology can still prevent you from doing that stuff because uh, basically you're uh, you're a uh, you're an, an animal on a machine. You're where man meets robot and the two combine, uh, just like the the Borg on Star Trek: The Next Generation, where they have a oh, they have these creatures that are a combination of man and robot, uh, the best of the both linked together. And when you're in a car, you're a biological creature sitting operating a machine, and basically you're a man combined with a robot. You're basically a uh, what you call it. You're a what you call it that's what you are well you're a motorist uh, but if you think about her a motorist really is a uh, is a biological creature that's melded with a machine you're turning into it's basically a terminator 2 happening is happening right under our noses and you don't even notice it because you're too busy oh you're too busy listening to the radio and uh, complaining about the traffic lights uh, no you're a you're a half robot half man 
it's just that when you get to the end of your journey the man or woman part can separate from the robot and go into the shop or your workplace or wherever you're going and leave the robotic part of you behind but one of these days you're going to try and get out of that car at the end of your journey and you're going to find you fused to the car uh, it's probably more likely you'll fuse to your uh, cell phone first because they're the things you're becoming more attached to uh, but it'll be something if it's not google glass it'll be your car will be stuck to your shoes or something or your I don't at least there's at least you've got rubber under your feet that will protect the machine from melting into your uh into your feet bones uh, so it's probably more likely to be the phone that we'll merge with first we'll have the google glass or we'll have the phones jammed into our skulls or something uh, either way it's all going to happen the shit is going to hit the pan or the shit is going to hit the fan is that what they say i think that's what they say certainly what i just said i said the shit is going to eat hit the fan but just before that I said the shit he's going to eat the pan and that was wrong so it just goes to show how reliable I am for that sort of thing uh, so basically don't take anything I say they don't take anything I say without a pinch of salt anyway good morning sit Pippi sit good cat